This episode of the WW Review is sponsored by the Theme Park Brothers. I know you've heard me talk about the Theme Park Brothers YouTube channel before in the past, but today specifically I want to mention the ThemeParkBrothers.com newly revised website. All their videos are now easily found on great dropdowns, so if you wanted to find videos on, say, Epcot Center or the Walt Disney World Resorts, it's easy to find. If you want to find videos on SeaWorld, Legoland, Pigeon Forge, it's easy to find. If you want to find great blog posts by Michael Black, that's easy to find as well. So again, search ThemeParkBrothers.com. Hello, welcome to the Dub Dub Review. I am your host, Chris Malik, and I'm joined by my co-host, Peter Panacorvo. How you doing? Good, how about you? Good. Have you swallowed all those M&Ms? You ready to roll? I've got a couple more, but I'll, I'll mute it before I chew on them. Before you that? munch? All right. Stacy, Stacy Nyman, how are you doing? Good. How are those M&Ms you're working on? I don't have any. A very sad night. <laughs> it's a terrible night. <laughs> okay. Stacy, we like to start off the show kind of catching everybody up to what's going on in our life. So yeah. g- give us a little bit about you. Tell us tell us what's going on in your life. Tell us something good. I had a very dramatic weekend. Um, Friday started off with me feeling kind of sick. I was kind of feverish at work, but I had a family event that I needed to get through. So I pushed through. And then Saturday, Sophie had a cheerleading competition decal which is about an hour and a half drive from us so we started off i was feeling okay when we got in the car by the time we were about halfway there i had a thermometer in my purse and my my temperature was up to 102 and was just feeling horrible um so that is such a mom thing i I had a thermometer thermometer in in my my purse (laughs) i I threw it in on purpose sorry i was like this is this is not going to be good so we ended up dropping sophie off at the cheer competition and then decided that we were going to head into back home um we didn't just abandon her there she had a teammate who was going to drive her home um and decided to head to the ER because I had a really stiff neck and it was concerning me. I, you know, automatically, again, my mom brain is going to all the horrible things that could be going wrong and got to the ER and they were actually really concerned there too. They thought that I might've had an abscess in my neck um, or meningitis. And all the whole time, Scott kept on saying, spoiler alert, he kept on saying, can you just check her for strep? How about you check her for strep? Let's see if she can you can you do that? And they kept on pushing him off, saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to that. We need to do the CT scan first. We need to do this first. So the last thing they did as they were eliminating all these things was check me for streps. Sure enough, that's that's what it ended up being. So all of that stress and everything, I could have just probably gone to the Minute Clinic and gotten a strep test there, but instead we spent five hours in the ER worrying about meningitis and now i'm perfectly great a little bit of a sore throat but um otherwise hopefully healthy and not contagious anymore so that's great (laughs) okay so 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 before we run with this pete right because we're gonna run with this before we do you're feeling better 
correct, Stacy? I am. I am feeling better. Okay, and, and but I understand. I understand. Britta has strep right now. Is that right? She does. Oh. Yes, we brought her in the next morning. She as soon as we saw the fever, we brought her right in and got her tested. So hopefully, it's not going to go through the family now. Oh, well. That kind of dampens my spirits of being a a, 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 a cruel dude and running with it. Because I feel so bad for Britta right now. I could just see you at the ER, though, making your last will and testament as the meningitis runs through your body. I know. It was so scary. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to die. I'm going to, oh, my gosh, this is horrible. Well, And I'm sure that it would have been fine anyway, but. <laughs> I'm going to say something that I have to say to my wife all the time. Freaking out about something you don't have an answer to yet will never help anything. You mean I shouldn't have gone on Google Doctor and, and looked oh, up all my God, symptoms? No. And... <laughs> oh, WebMD is the scourge of every ER physician and nurse and paramedic in the world. Well, because well, right now, all three of us, we technically only have weeks to live right now. Because if we Google all of our symptoms oh, uh, right, exactly. now, right now, for sure, we have weeks to live. Mail. Okay, so so but before this, let me just go a little further. You you you, you had a, you had a, a uh, another experience at the hospital just recently, didn't you? Not you, but I, yeah, other family. Yeah, Ethan. Oh my. Yes, God. he. Yeah, Ethan had jaw surgery um, a week ago today, so he had some bra- some um, plates put in his jaw to move his jaw forward. He has a really severe underbite. Mm-hmm. Um, so if this is not corrected by the time his jaw is fully grown, he'll only have two teeth that will meet up. So he wouldn't be able to bite anything or, or chew anything really. So they need to, to move his jaw forward. This is the least invasive way to do this, but mm. the poor kid is in so much pain. Oh. Um, actually I shouldn't say he's in pain. It's, it's very sore and it, like the, the plates are tearing up his lips, um, so hopefully he'll get used to this and everything. But if it doesn't work, he's going to end up having to have the surgery where they actually cut his jaw and, and physically move it forward. Oh. So we're really hoping that this this works. That this is going to be the the thing that that fixes everything. But um, yeah, it's been like it's it's been a very eventful, dramatic February for our family. Man. I, Good news is that CT scan is probably going to be zero money out of pocket at this point. We are completely we, – we have we have met our deductibles. So anything from this point forward And it's is, not is even the good. end of February, folks. And no I'm, kidding. <laughs> they're going in for optional things year. at this point, Pete, right? I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to get LASIK and all oh. kinds of different stuff. Well, he he is he is most definitely in my thoughts and prayers. That even the least invasive what he's had done, it sounds incredibly invasive to me at this point. Yes. Oh man. Okay. Well, that wasn't quite the upbringing start that I was hoping for, but I'm glad you're feeling well, and I know Britta will heal up, and and I'm hoping Ethan is doing good too. So, I'm Thank thinking you. about you, Peter. Have you had yes. any major operations recently or anything I should know uh, about? No, no major operations. Okay. Uh, well, I did have a Chryslerectomy. Oh, those are the worst. Tell, yeah. me, about, tell me about it. Uh, my my car is gone. The Chryslerectomy. Yeah. Okay. I got rid of it. I traded it in. You traded it in. And you're yep. driving now? I purchased a brand new Jeep Renegade Trailhawk. Awesome. Awesome. Excellent. So, 
Yeah, I'm liking it quite a bit. I'm already getting way better gas mileage than I was in the Chrysler, and it's a little bit different not having the same amount of horsepower and the same ability to move in traffic, but it's that'll be something I'll get used to, I'm sure. Can I can I ask you a question? Sure. So, did you trade it in because you wanted to, or did you trade it in because you had to? Um, it was a little bit of both. It was starting to get. Uh, let's. How do I put this without sounding? It was becoming cost prohibitive to own anymore. Okay. Because you figure it's it's an seventeen point eight gallon tank somewhere around there, and it. 250 to 275 I was putting in 50 bucks at a fill plus mm-hmm. two to two times every well three times every two weeks yeah I know you, you you have some pretty heavy mileage so okay so we're talking you know six hundred dollars a month for gas well the good news is Pete by the time this Jeep decides to take a dive on you I'm absolutely certain that car dealership in Florida will be up and running. I'm certain of that. <laughs> just, just. It still will not do anything for me because you're still talking about Dang the Chevy dealer. So <laughs> whatever. All right. Okay. But the other nice thing is, you know, living in the Chicago area, I know I have four wheel drive, so I don't have to worry about snow and all that stuff anymore again. So true. Someone ask me. Someone ask me. I'm dying to tell you. Ask me what's going on. I, I think I know, but what's going on with you lately? Pete, I've been a movie connoisseur recently. I don't know if you've seen it on Facebook. I kind of kept this on the yeah. down low, right? I didn't want to share this with anybody. I have seen Mary Poppins. So Rick Forbes and Chad and flipping Sc- time. Scott, you guys can all, all pull off the dog. So I saw Mary Poppins. We rented it from the library. And it wasn't... I'm not saying this because I feel like I need to say this. I'm saying this in 100% honesty and sincerity. It was amazing. And and but I'll say this much, Julie Andrews is is absolutely amazing. But I don't think she's the star. I really don't. I think no. Dick, Dick Van Dyke is clearly the absolutely. star. Absolutely. Yes, I agree. When I when I watch like this is the comment. This is the first thing that enters my mind when I watch Dick Van Dyke dance. Like I don't know how a person can control their lower body like he can control his lower body and dance. He was he was. Justin Timberlake and, and and Michael Jackson before they were Mike, Michael Jackson and Justin, you know, mm-hmm. he was, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even imagine doing that. It was utterly amazing. And you know, the truth of the matter is after I watched it, I looked at my wife and we were both like laughing almost to the point where you had a tear in your eye. And I said, that was just a phenomenal movie. So good, Pete. We rented saving Mr. Banks, not more than a couple of days <laughs> what later. What did you think of that? <laughs> okay. So, I want to just make one point. B Thaxton, you, you B from 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 our, our DVC shows. <laughs> she says she's tried to watch it three times and she couldn't get into it. I will say, obviously it's two different movies, but I thought that movie was almost as good. I thought it was phenomenal, but that doesn't seem to have the universal love as Mary Poppins. Obviously, a different time. So I thought it was phenomenal. I thought Tom Hanks was amazing. I think I did too. Yeah, I, thought I think it... at a certain point in that movie, you forget that it's Tom Hanks, and you really do start to buy in that that's Walt. I, I thought so too. And 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 
<laughs> Paul Giamatti's character was so lovable as the driver. He, he was so endearing with his smile and such an insignificant role, but it was so important. Mm-hmm. And the Sherman Brothers, uh, and of course I'm dropping the names right now of the actors, but the actors who play the Sherman Brothers, they were uh, uh, amazing as well. So, what did you think? You've seen it, Pete? What do you, what, what do you think? Stacey? I've seen both, and I loved both of them. Um, and it actually kind of ties into what we're going to talk about today. It does. And that's, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be our our top three to five-ish live-action Disney movies. So so here's the truth, Pete, right? I watched this movie. I was inspired. I said, hey, let's talk about our favorite live-action shows, but let's see what everyone else thinks. So we threw this out on Twitter. We threw it out on Facebook. We threw it out on Instagram. And we, we threw it out on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Really? Well, we the picture was there on Instagram, but we didn't get oh, the okay. traction. It's like wait, wait. T- t- Twitter went great, and Facebook went great, but Instagram, it's not really a good back and forth type situation. It's more like pictures yeah, that you like. So we got a lot of responses back. So we want to read everyone's response first, and then we'll give ours at the end of the show. Does that work for you guys? <clears throat> yeah, that sounds good. Stacy, what do you want to read? You want to read the Facebook ones? Yeah, I'll do. I'll do Facebook, and I have to apologize. I have like t- total tickle in my throat, and I'm just figuring out how to use mute on this. So if I cough into the microphone, everybody, I'm so sorry. I'm not Show trying to spread my um, germs to everybody around. <laughs> hey, 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 Stacy. Yes. I, I could assure you, it would just be a tw- uh, a tickle in your throat. You do not need to call the ambulance. You'll be fine. <laughs> So, it's only because we love you we can jest. That's all. I will be leaving for the ER as soon as this is over. <laughs> all right. So, Pete, what do you want to read? My off-duty save yourself T-shirt, real quick. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm also gonna pull from Facebook mainly because I cannot help you with Twitter. Um, Why is that? If Why? I log out of my own Twitter, I will never get back in because I don't remember how <laughs> to log back in. I have had it on and been on my phone for so long, I literally do not remember my password at all. So for fear of not like, ever not able to log in. Okay. So I, I'm not willing to, to lose my my own personal Twitter account to sign into the Dubs Twitter account. I'm sorry. Okay. So <laughs> it looks like I'm reading all of the Twitter ones myself. You've got so. Twitter unlocked on there, buddy. So you're going to hear a lot of Chris later on this episode. So let's start off. Let's start off with, let's go ladies first. Stacey, okay. you wanna, let's read the first. <clears throat> All right. Our first comment from Facebook was from my good friend, Jennifer Blumetti, who just ran this weekend at the princess race. And she's super adorable and did an awesome job. Awesome. And real, was take, fierce through the whole it. thing. Um, so she had her picks were Swiss Family Robinson, Darby O'Gill and the Little People, which is intriguing. I've never seen that. Um, and the Absent-Minded Professor. Two really great, solid choices. The other one, like I said, I haven't seen, but um, it's definitely a interesting title, I think. Which one have you not seen? Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Um, it was actually one of the movies they showed on AMC not too terribly long ago. Ah. One of their Disney nights. Cool. Stacy and Pete, when you look up live action, comma Disney, and you pull up the, mm-hmm. well, of course, the Wikipedia page to figure out what's there. Yeah, your two hundred and seventy-eight movies or whatever. Oh, it is. sweet tap dance and Jesus! There's no way you, anyone could have ever seen all these movies. Well, maybe <laughs> one person. We're gonna get to one guy who might have seen them, and he's on Twitter. 
So he's, he's, he's our friend. So we're going to get to him in a little bit. But there is just a mountain of information. I, I don't know anybody that could have watched all of them. So, Peter, you're up. So I'm going to start off with the first one that responded today. And that's going to be our good friend, Amy Benswall. She says that the computer that wore tennis shoes, the cat from outer space, and Monkey's Uncle are the three best live-action Disney movies ever. I can honestly say I've seen one of the three. Okay. You, you... I know the song of the Monkey's Uncle. I'm not going to sing it for everybody, but uh, <laughs> okay, I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> My voice isn't quite up to par today. <laughs> Um, and, and actually, our, our friend Christina Black said she's never heard of any of those three, so I don't feel quite as bad. <laughs> you know what's you know what the cool thing about Disney is? There was like a generation, and I don't want to say obscure. That's not right. There was like a generation where the movies weren't as widely revered. Like 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 the the genius occurred, and then there was a period where they put out a lot of good quality live action, but it never quite got the billing that the early movies did. Or the recent movies did. There was a generation that seemed to be lost that is now mm-hmm. people are going back and, and rediscovering. So I could appreciate that. That's fantastic. On Twitter, my first post on Twitter, you know, I put some pictures to to accompany the post. And the first one was from Maleficent and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And that was were the pictures that accompanied the post. So the first comment we got on Twitter was from Brad Hughes. And he says... OMG, for sure not Maleficent. That movie was awful, in my opinion. I hated it. And I went back to see it twice because there was no way that a movie can be that bad. But I was wrong. It was that bad. So, Brad Hughes didn't give his choices. And he's at uh, It's Dreamy Brad. But he did agree that uh, Maleficent wasn't one of the ones that's going to be on his (laughs) We know what he doesn't like. That's correct. And I'm going to go to Ultimate Disney Fan 28, who is at Alt Disney Fan 28. In addition to Mary Poppins, the best, Swiss Family Robinson, Pollyanna, and Old Yeller is a good start. There's too many great ones to stop at three, and the top three is nearly impossible. Mm, I could, true. I couldn't agree. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. There, there's a, a couple on there I have a feeling we're going to hear over and over again. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Stacey, you're yeah, Poll- Pollyanna was my childhood movie. That was uh, definitely like, a huge part of my childhood. <clears throat> All right. The next one I have is Scott Gerke. And he has, <clears throat> he said, I think my choices are lame and typical. <laughs> Having said that, in no particular order, Swiss Family Robinson, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Mary Poppins. I was going to pick Pirates Over 20,000, considering how it gave a new direction to Disney's live-action films, similar to the way The Little Mermaid began the Disney Renaissance. But 20,000 revolutionized filmmaking by going to great lengths to make it as realistic a fantasy film as possible. It's a good rationale there. You know, when Scott responds on Facebook or Twitter, it's always well thought out. Far more mm-hmm. eloquent than I could ever be, so I threaten to actually steal a lot of his answers and make them my own because when Scott does actually respond, they're always that well That is what you responded, Chris. You <laughs> said, I might just copy your comments and paste my name at the top. <laughs> well, let's just assume from this point forward, if it's intelligent, I probably copied Scott's answer <laughs> and just made it my own. Peter? Yes, we have next up is Christina Black. Christina is uh, basically saying Alice in Wonderland again, Mary Poppins again, and Beauty and the Beast. 
I honestly could not watch that live action Beauty and the Beast. I thought it was atrocious, and I turned it off after about 10 minutes. Wow. So you tried it, and you couldn't watch it? Couldn't do it. Okay. Stacy, have you seen the live action Beauty and the Beast? The funny thing is, is about um, 40 minutes ago, we were just watching it with Britta Loves, um, especially the beginning of that movie. We never really quite get too far into it, but I can tolerate it. Beauty and the Beast isn't my favorite movie, but um, it's I, I could take it or leave it, I guess. Okay. We just watched it not more than a few days ago. So it was my wife's birthday, and we tried to watch a movie that the entire family, including the five-year-old, can watch. So we picked the live-action Beauty and the Beast. And I'll say the movie's okay. It wasn't great. I never quite bought Belle in the movie. I never quite bought, you know, you know, you know, you know that, that, that Emma Watson was Belle mm-hmm. at that point. I kept on thinking it was Hermione Granger the entire mm-hmm, time. Exactly. It's hard. And I equated it to, like, Pete, maybe you'd appreciate this. I equated it to, like, Mark Hamill having an acting job on Star Trek as a completely different character, but still, it's Mark Hamill on Star Trek. I never quite bought that she was Belle in, in, in the entire... And she was very good, but just never bought into it. I thought it was good, though. I didn't think it was great. Obviously better than Peter, who couldn't give it more than 10 minutes. I, I, could, I, I tried. I could not... I just I couldn't get into it. And, I mean, I saw, like, snippets of it, and the Beast looked terrible. I, I just... I was like, no, nah, I'm out. Okay, well, Tamara Spidell is going to have words with you because she responds... As usual. Twitter. She <laughs> always does. It's true. Uh, Beauty and the Beast surprised me. I loved it. Don't bother watching Cinderella. Obviously, Maleficent is a favorite of mine. And the original Parent Trap with Haley Mills is another must-see. And that comes right from Twitter. So, yeah, she, she'll probably have words with you on that. But let me go and fire off some more, if you don't mind. I got a, I got a bunch of great ones on Twitter. Is that okay, guys? Can I go with a few more? Yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. Mike, Mike Nelson from at NH Mike Nelson, 20,000 Leagues Best Ever. Only one movie is needed for him. Only the 20,000 Leagues. Okay. I have not seen that movie. Okay. You guys haven't need... seen it in a long time. I but think that might be my Mary Poppins I, I need to remedy. It's not... I can't say that it's the greatest live-action <laughs> Disney movie ever. Well, let me fire off a few more, if you don't mind. So I got Wonderfully Made by At Patty Creates. Well, Mary Poppins would be my number one, but another three are Escape to Witch Mountain, That Darn Cat, and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. All the originals, of course. What have you seen there, Pete? Any of those? Escape to Witch Mountain? Seen, I haven't seen Witch Mountain. I've seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang mm-hmm. and That Darn Cat. I have not. Okay. One last Although, one. Although, again, That Darn Cat was on AMC recently, and I didn't watch it. Let me go to one more here. I have Glenn, which is at Glenn W. Briggs, Swiss Family Robinson, Summer Magic, and Parent Trap made in 1961. So the original. Mm-hmm. Anything there, Stacy? Oh, Parent Trap was like my favorite movie. I loved that movie. Um, I, the, the Lindsay Lohan version was okay, but Haley Mills, the original, was just my favorite. Cool. It's coming up on my list. Then you're up Spoiler. right now. Yeah, you're up. <laughs> All right. So um, Beth Lammers Brooks is my next. She said everyone seems to be going for nostalgic over, older movies. 
but I'll give you a nice mix. Bed knobs and broomsticks, Father of the Bride, Steve Martin version, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then there was some banter back and forth, and Chris called out Beth saying um, yeah, yeah. It, that it, Raiders was produced by Paramount. It, it was it was actually distributed by Paramount. There you Raiders, go. Raiders is still it's it's <laughs> Lucasfilm. It's under the Disney umbrella. I allowed it. Chris tried to overturn it, and then it got worse. Beth wouldn't, <laughs> Beth wouldn't stand up to Chris. So then it got worse. Pete, she she switched out Raiders for Rogue One, so she she picked a different one. She can't, she had a backup plan, so I think she's all covered. I think I think we've got everything all covered in this um in this situation here. Well, well we did say Walt Disney Studios. So I'm just saying, I'm just going to stick with that, but okay, okay. Yeah, it's part of Walt Disney Studios now, buddy. I know, but at the time, Pete, I don't know if that... At the time... Fuzzy math here. At the time the question was asked, it was part of Walt Disney. Fuzzy, there you go. (laughs) All right, you're up, buddy. All right, so we now have Christina's husband, our good friend Michael Black. He is going with the aforementioned Maleficent, Alice in Wonderland that Beauty and the Beast thing again which we just discussed and the live action Jungle Book which I have not seen and have heard very mixed reviews about hmm. Stacy, have you seen it? I have I I liked it I think we watched it twice in one weekend um, not because I particularly wanted to but um, we watched it once with one group of people and then other group of people wanted to see it I didn't really like it the first time but i did like it the second time i think i picked up on more details and things the second time through so it, it definitely has some parts that draw you in and i know that scott gurky also appreciated it. he had a post later on that really claimed the virtues of the jungle book how good it was in comparison so um i have not seen it actually at this point i guess i'll have to give it a try yeah all right, so at Twitter, at DizRadio.com, at Disney Blue. So so this is a friend. He's a fellow Disney podcaster. His name is Jonathan Johnson. And if you've not checked out his podcast, uh, just check out the words Diz Radio. And what he does, it's not a Disney podcast like you're used to hearing. He actually interviews quite a bit of these celebrities. Every show is an interview. So it's not topics. It's not a debate. It's not a top ten or a top three. Every show is a Disney celebrity interview dealing with movies, dealing with with TV shows, dealing with music. So if you're looking for interviews with the people that actually make the movies, he's a great resource. So check out his podcast. But he lists, um, I could list a million. Feel free to message me. So I know he'd be a great resource to which I had to respond. And you've interviewed so many of these actors as well, too. So again, it is Diz Radio if you're looking for that. And DVC Mary, which is at DVC underscore 99, says Herbie the Love Bug, Blackbeard's Ghost, and Muppets Treasure Island. Mm. To, to which I actually, I've seen Muppets Treasure Island. And obviously, you know, with my questionable taste in things, I don't necessarily agree with her. It's in my top three, but it was a really good she movie. Loved it. Yeah, I, it was a good movie. Did, did, did you see it, Pete? Not Treasure Island. I've seen Muppets Christmas Carol. Is that good too? I mean, I've seen it too. I, I find it enjoyable in a like a campy kind of way. Yes, like it's it's silly, but I like it. Yes, I I agree. They have a, a certain way about just pulling it off. And I want to read one more here on Twitter from from our guy here, Andrew Carreri. Okay, and this was the guy I was referring to earlier. So Andrew says for enjoyability. 
I'll go with the three legs of the Medfield College Trilogy. Number one, the computer wore tennis shoes. Made in 1969. Number two, now you see him, now you don't. Made in 1972. And number three, the strongest man in the world. Made in 1975. He states all three are hilarious. To which I've seen none. It shouldn't be a shock to anybody. And I got some homework. But if you want a longer list, he does a bi-weekly live action movie review for the last two years on The Mouse for Less. So check out Andrew. Andrew's Andrew's amazingly eloquent as far as his knowledge of U.S. history and Disney movies. But he's got a movie review here. Most recently was Super Dad, Charlie and the Angel, the one and only genuine original family band, the Apple Dumpling Gang Rides Again. So Andrew might be the only person, Pete, that might have actually seen them all. So if you're looking for a person that has the knowledge, check him out. I know he scores points with you because he's a big baseball guy, too. Baseball. He's a Yankee <laughs> fan. He's a Yankee fan. And, and I'm going to say this wrong. So, Andrew, please forgive me. I think it was his grandfather or his uncle used to be the bat boy for the Yankees. And he's got a book out of his experiences as a bat boy for the Yankees. Hmm. So, But Andrew's a big baseball guy. So we have banter yeah. going back and forth all the time. He's not a Cardinal fan, but it's okay. He's a Yankee fan. <laughs> Stacy, you're up. All right, so we have our good friend Lisa Yost, and she said, I need a full list because I know I'm missing a bunch, but some of my favorites are Cool Runnings, very um, thematic with the Olympics, mm-hmm. Remember the Titans, Pirates of the Caribbean, specifically the Black Pearl, and the Santa Claus for favorite Christmas movie. Mm. No particular order. Good choice. So those are some great ones, yeah. yeah. I like those. Good solid choice. Those, I've seen all of those. Peter, what do you got? Uh, our buddy Tim Van Swole, Amy Van Swole's significant other, uh, he went old school with Gus, Herbie the Love Book, and the Shaggy D.A. He did go old school, too. Yep. I've, I've seen Herbie, obviously. I think I've seen parts of the Shaggy D.A., but I can't say I've ever heard of or seen Gus. You know what? I haven't either. That was the only one of it that I, I was going to have to look up. I haven't seen it either. All right. So Stephanie at Steffi811 says Swiss Family Robinson, Babes in Toyland, and Summer Magic. Oh, I also forgot The Journey of Natty Gann. Have you seen any of those, Pete? Um. Stacey, well, seen... Robinson Crusoe, obviously. I mean, I no, nope. a lot of most people have seen that. Swiss Family Robinson, you mean? Sorry, yeah, Robinson Crusoe is Lieutenant Robinson Crusoe, USN. Sorry, yes. my my fault. But I have <laughs> seen Swiss Family Robinson as well. Okay, Stacy, how about you? I think I've seen Swiss Family Robinson, but that I think it needs to be added to my. Homework also, just to kind of rewatch that, but I've never heard of the other two. Okay, so I'm not suggesting anybody gets all up on Stacy here and 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 gives her <laughs> gives her hate tweets or hate Facebook any like they did to their buddy Chris. Dude, it was it's not like it was Mary Poppins, man. All right, all right, all right. And I, and I'm also very sickly, so nobody would do that. <laughs> You're playing the sick card. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Ow. All right. So this is a great Twitter name here. It's the Sum Sumaholic. Which is at Suzanne Bryce LA1, Blackbeard's Ghost, National Treasure, and The Pirates Films. So, 
what do you think about National Treasure being on this list? I've got to ask you. I really liked that movie. That was actually one that I sat and um, watched the whole thing was and was, you know, intrigued the whole time. Okay. I have a hard time with movies sometimes, but that was a good one. Peter, what I do you think, think I made a I think I made a dad joke response about that one when when it was put up there. <laughs> um, I think I asked if they thought it would be a quote unquote treasure of a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I've seen National Treasure. I like it. Um, it's probably one of Nick Cage's better movies. He is a weird dude, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. All right, so my favorite Nick Cage movie is Bringing Out the Dead. It's very not family friendly. Do not watch it with your children. But if you want an insight as to the workings of the mind of a paramedic that has been in the business for too long, great movie. Um, he's had a couple, like The Sorcerer's Apprentice, I actually, uh, this is going to sound bad, I actually kind of enjoyed it Okay. for, for what it was. Okay. Again, not a great movie by any stretch of the imagination. It's like it was no Godfather, but it was a fun popcorn movie. Okay, but National Treasure—if you had to give it a zero or a ten, anything in between—what would you give it? It's Pete? a solid seven to me. Okay, it's pretty. As good. far as as far as a Nicolas Cage movie overall, it's probably a five or a six. Yeah. Okay. But as a Nicolas Cage movie, I I, I give it a seven. Y- you know. I, I agree with you guys. I, it's the kind of movie where when you're flipping around and you want something to watch on TV... When you end they, up staying on it for a minute. Yes. The next thing you know, you're a half an hour in. You're like, that's well, exa- I put in this much time. That's I'm exactly stick right. With it. That's exactly right. All right. So, Tammy Dotson at T. Dotso, Treasure Island, Big Red, and Remember the Titans. Okay. Pete, Treasure Island, you've seen Treasure Island? Stacy, you've seen Treasure Island? I think so. Uh-oh. Maybe. Uh-oh. Maybe in one of those Disney... What was that? The Magical World of Disney? Is that what used to come out mm-hmm. on Sunday nights? The Wonderful World of Disney. Wonderful World of Disney. There you go. I think, you know, I was kind of little and stuff, but probably one of those nights. I well, think she just called us old. <laughs> I think we're all around the same age. <laughs> well, I wasn't that little when it was on. That's what I'm... <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll, about. I'll bail you out here, Tammy, because here's another movie I haven't seen. I've seen Treasure Island. That was really good. Um, I haven't seen Remember the Titans, and I know that's a very popular movie. I have I've really, not, yeah, I've not seen Treasure. Remember yeah, the I Titans. haven't seen that one either. Mm-hmm. I really want to see that one though. Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah, True Story, Denzel Washington. Come on, man. All right, with it. Gary Leto at Gary Leto, Parent Trap, the Haley Mills version, of course, Swiss Family Robinson, and Old Yeller in no particular order. Destination with Characters Travel Agency, which it, the, name, the name is so long, but I'm going to go and find it here. It's at Dest with Character, and the reason I know this is actually the, the, uh, the gentleman in, in charge, his name is Don Corda, and Don's a local boy. He lives in Bolingbrook here, or at least his office is in Bolingbrook, and he's got a travel agency. And he used to go to the same Boy Scout camp. I know we had a brief dialogue that I went to when I was a kid. So uh, he just lists one, Swiss Family Robinson. And uh, a new friend of ours, Jesse Fouts, at Disney Dad 23 Mary Poppins, Cool Runnings, and The Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks get on the board here. So I don't know if you saw what I responded. I only used one word to respond to The Mighty Ducks. What word would that be, Pete? Quack. No, it wasn't quack. It should have been Quack. It's the name That's of a character. 
It's the name of a character. Goldberg. Goldberg. <laughs> and he acknowledges. Got any more, Stace? Yeah, I have one more. Okay. Chad Pennycuff. He said his top three must-see movies. I mixed really old, old school and ten years back. Old Yeller, Remember the Titans, and National Treasure. Some of Nicholas's Cage's best work, in my opinion. Honorable mention goes to the live-action Jungle Book. So that's kind of all things that we've talked about already, but those are some really, really good choices. Excellent. Pete, you got any left on your list? No, I'm going to default to you because I know you've still got some other Twitter responses. You know what? I, I actually, I don't. I was firing them off two and three. I'm making sure I didn't miss anybody because everyone's uh, vote counts here. I think I actually am clear here. I, I was firing off a few at a time. So I am officially done on Twitter as well. Let's go to ours. What do you, what do you guys got? Let's let's go with Stacy. Ladies first. All right. I'm going to do my cheating first just so I get that out of the way. <laughs> um, so I... My, when I was a teacher, my favorite thing to do as a teacher was read alouds. And so anywhere from when I was teaching first grade through sixth grade, every day after recess, I would read from a chapter book. And three of my favorite ever chapter books um, were made into Disney movies. So I'm grouping them together. And the first one is Tuck Everlasting. The second one is Holes. And then the third one is Bridge to Terabithia. Those three just were my three favorite books made into movies that can't get any better. And I'm so looking forward to Wrinkle in Time coming out, too, because that's going to add to that little list that I have going there. Those are all from the same era, I guess you'd say. So, yeah, exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. Pete, of those three, which have you seen? I've seen Holes. I've seen Holes, too. That's the only one I've seen, too, as well. And I love the book so much better than the movie, I have to say, but but it's okay. <laughs> Spoken like a true teacher. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I, I would love to be able to make a comment, but I tell you what, educate us quickly. Give us the synopsis briefly of the other two that we haven't seen. Give us give us like one sentence to describe it so we Okay. Yeah. So Tuck Everlasting um would be Fountain of Youth. Okay. Bridge to Terabithia would be um fantasy world to escape reality i would say and then holes um just fantastic twists and turns um self-discovery okay which of those movies contain muscle cars and explosions <laughs> um holes would probably be the one that would come closest to that i would say and zombies which one contains zombies <laughs> maybe pretty terrible no might be good for that one <laughs> Okay. okay. We'll, we'll say all of them do. All uh, of them have. I'm in. I'm renting them all. Read them all. Yes. <laughs> Peter, what do you got? Uh, so uh, th this is going to be a complete and flagrant cheat for sure. Are we are we doing our number ones? Or are we just like starting at the bottom? Because like I, I actually randomly. However okay. you want to do it, big guy. Um. This one is it's is kind of a go with me. It's a movie made up from parts of the TV show, and it's Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. Okay. As a kid, I literally I'd be sitting there in the Sunday afternoon flipping through, and if I saw it on there, I, like I ran across it, I'd end up watching the entire thing. Okay. I know it's not super popular. It's from 1955. 
most people don't even realize that they put it into a movie format, but they had King of the Wild Frontier. There was Davy Crockett and the River Rats. So he they did a couple of movie quote unquote movie length features, but they were they were all kind of like conglomerations of the TV show. Okay. What else you got? Um, I have an honorable mention of Remember the Titans from 2000. I mean, it was a great movie. I'm going to have to watch it. I know it's a great movie. I, I, I can't see anybody that didn't say it was a great movie, but I, I, I just it's never come up to the list where I, I, I felt like I, I was watching it. So I will make when sure that you, I, I After it. you watch it, write down some of like the coach's little girl. Mm-hmm. Write down that actress's name and then look her up. See what else she's been in. I think you'll be shocked. Wow. Okay. I will. I'm making a note right now. Okay. That was your honorable mention. What else you got, buddy? Um, modern Christmas classic, man. 1994's Santa Claus. You know, Tim Allen. It's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to go wrong there. Yeah, that's a really good one. I watch it every year for Christmas. It made the mm-hmm. list for Home Alone. people. Yeah. Home Alone, yes, you're right. Home Alone and the Santa Claus are like two of my must-watch-at-the-holiday movies. And this leads up to your number one, right? Oh, no, I still have three others. Oh, sweet mercy. <laughs> yeah, and my, my three that you. I did were, um, were were actually just one choice, so I still have I, a couple I others, I told you, too. like, it was three <laughs> to five-ish. Okay. My number three is going to be another one most people probably have not heard of. It's a documentary put out in 2008 called Walt and El Grupo. Oh, I loved it. And it, it's got literally, literally it is home movie of the trip that Walt took with some of his animators and their families down to South America. And I mean, Walt and Lillian are in it. Lee and Mary Blair are in it. A bunch of the other nine old men and their wives are in it. It's it's incredible. Now, Pete, I didn't include it in my list because it was a documentary, but I agree 10,000% with you. That was a phenomenal documentary. I, I Like, if, if you're a Disney fanatic, like most people that are listening to this are, or just have bad you taste. really need to watch this. <laughs> you're 100% right. It is phenomenal. There's nothing better than seeing Walt dance, right? When he's, Absolutely. When, he, when he's dancing, oh, there's nothing better than that. So, and then if you ever get out to the, the Disney Family Museum, there are artifacts there that you and I got to see when the D23 touring event came through Chicago that mm-hmm. were given to Walt on this trip that is being shown in this documentary. Mm-hmm. And that was, for a while, it was on Netflix. That's yeah, where, you know what, I don't know it. if it still is. I, I didn't see it. Look. I didn't see it recently. I, I was looking for it about a month ago, but it was on Netflix. And the title wouldn't make you want to watch it. It it doesn't look like a Disney... It, it's, it's a strange-looking like uh, uh, picture as far as the thumbnail sketch. But you're, you're completely right. I don't think uh, it's on there right now, Pete. Walt Before Mickey was another one, but that was not put out by the Disney company. Well, I tell you what, while you look, how about if I fire off some of mine, right, Pete? Is that okay? Absolutely. All right, so I'm going to go with, you know, I, obviously I could say Mary Poppins and Saving Mr. Banks, but I'm not going to say them 
only because I've seen them once, but they would clearly qualify as some of the finest live action movies I've seen from the Walt Disney Studios. But I'm going to go with, I'm actually going to go with Treasure Island as my number three. And it wasn't but more than, I would say, maybe a year ago that I watched it the first time. I think it might have been an AMC special that I caught it. And there's something, I don't know, like when you watch the movie, there's something, it feels like you're reading an old book. And it just comes across, like, authentic. I don't know, maybe it was the acting, maybe it's the the way the colors don't quite pop like they do now, and you feel like you're watching something authentic. But I loved watching Treasure Island when it was on. Uh, Actually, all three of mine actually have a very similar theme. Uh, I'm going to go with Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Because even to today... When that movie's on TV, I stop what I'm doing to watch that movie no matter how many times I've seen it. And I don't know if it's Jeffrey Rush. I don't know if it's Johnny Depp's portrayal. I don't know if it's it's Orlando Bloom. But all three of them with the action and the comedy and the comedic timing and just the story itself, how it could be so menacing at times but so lighthearted 30 seconds from that point, mm-hmm. that movie is just amazing. I don't quite think they captured it from every subsequent sequel after that, and I think it lost a little something, but number one, that movie is just ridiculous. That is one of my favorites of all time, not just Disney movies. But, I will say, Pete, you objected to it earlier. I'm going to agree. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea is my favorite of all time. And it just goes back to my childhood, because I still remember riding the ride. But riding the ride, I didn't object to Twenty Thousand Leagues at all. No, not but maybe not saying it was the best. But oh yeah, no, is is it the best? I that I can't, I I won't go that far. But it was a very good movie. There's there's something that I don't know. I can't quite describe it. Maybe because it was like the first ride that I caught movie to ride connection, and even still now I I sometimes use the word I swear by my tattoo. As a line at work, when people ask me questions, I still use that. And they have no idea. What they have no about. idea. They have zero idea. So, but that movie, since you don't have a tattoo, true. I swear by my no tattoo. We gotta get we gotta rectify that. Maybe I'll get the Nautilus. Get you a small one or something. A giant Nautilus on my chest, right, Pete? Something. <laughs> the submarine or the shell? The submarine, <laughs> Pete. Right, I'm just. I am just checking. Just. Checking. I'm gonna give a honorable mention to National Treasure. And I'm going to do, I'm going to pull a Peter. I'm going to give a honorable mention, even though it was, had animation in it. Have you seen the Reluctant Dragon, Peter? Have you no. seen it? I haven't, but I kind of want to, because I know it's the story of Pete's dragon. No. 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 The Reluctant Dragon Isn't is it? different. The Reluctant Dragon is essentially just a tour of the Disney Studios in Burbank. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They go around to various. The, the guy's trying to go in and, and, and pitch this to, to to Walt, and he goes around and visits these. At this point, they weren't Imagineers by name, but they were they were they were Walt's guys at that point, and he visits the light part and the and the sound part. And there is a Reluctant Dragon animated segment mixed in there. I haven't seen this movie for quite some time, but I remember watching it on Netflix repeatedly, and I remember thinking to myself how neat it was to actually see the studios looking like in my mind what the studio should have looked like. And I, I just thought it was a really, really well-done movie, though it's kind of a hybrid movie. It's not really uh, live-action. So I'm going to give a special accommodation to The Reluctant Dragon. If you want to do that, then Mary Poppins wouldn't qualify either because it's got True. the penguin scene. You're right. But that's... 
All right. Here so what's there? Because that is absolutely on the list. So. What, what'd you find, big guy? What'd you find? Um, Walt No Grupo is not on Netflix, mm-hmm. but if you are a Prime member, you can order the DVD of it on Amazon. And actually, you can even find it out there to just like for streaming on a couple of different sites as well. So it's it's out there. Okay. But what's your top two though, big guy? After after Walt and El Grupo, um, or your top seventeen? Your next seventeen? Nineteen eighties Popeye. Interesting for the for the singular reason of it's the first appearance of Robin Williams for Disney. That was the beginning of a very long relationship. I'm a huge Robin Williams fan, and that was his first Disney movie. You know, Pete... That was his first movie, period, actually. This is just a side. Not even knowing whether or not you were a Robin Williams fan, by knowing you and knowing Robin Williams' humor, I would think you would definitely be into Robin Williams' humor. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And my number one <clears throat> is a split... It's Mary Poppins and Saving Mr. Banks. I think if you watch one, you absolutely have to watch the other. Good call. I agree. Good call. Um, as, a, as a side note, um, there is a friend of a friend did a documentary called Welcome Home, Dick Van Dyke. And it is literally about an hour or so long. And it is Dick Van Dyke going back to his hometown here in Illinois. Most people don't realize he is actually born and raised in Illinois. I'm aware of it. I'm aware of the person as well, too. Give a, give a full plug, Pete. Go ahead. Um, Logan Seculo. You may know him from um, WDW Today. Mm-hmm. And he's also part of a podcast called the BLT Lunch Break with my buddy Bart Scott. He did this um, by... Or, biographic documentary called welcome home dick van dyke it was it is in the middle of being redone at the end because of some um, music issues but it is really it's it's neat to see him go home at 90 96 years of age see his the house that he grew up in Um, it's actually in very poor condition right now but it's actually being uh, remodeled and brought back to original state. Cool. And I mean, the man is literally, he's a legend, not just in the world of Disney, but in general. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. So we fired off ours. We fired off everybody else's. I want to Wait, bring... I have two more. Oh, you, you have two more? Yeah, yeah she my, said my she only had the just, one. The other three was one. It was the three books in one. So now I... she pulled a Pete, man. Come she on. pulled a great Pete. Oh my gosh! They're they're short. They're short. So Hit us. my um, parent trap, the original, as I said before, and then Freaky Friday. I don't know if anybody has if that had been mentioned before, but uh, I um, don't believe so. You're talking about the yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis one? Yeah. Um. No. The um. The original. The, the original one. one. Yes. Okay. Although I did like the Jamie Lee Curtis one too, but that one just like fascinated me as a kid. And then my honorable mention was Pollyanna. Um, I had a tape from that had Pollyanna, Annie, and Pippi Longstocking on it. And I must have worn that tape out, VHS tape, over and over again watching those three movies. So Pollyanna definitely is a top honorable mention. 
All right, so but I now have, I'm done. I have a last second like pop quiz. Okay. Oh, I'm sure we've all had a VHS like the big oversized <laughs> case VHS tape that we remember playing over and over as a kid, right? Uh huh. What was everybody's one that they just wore out completely? That one. I know we all have right. one. There's, there's, we all. I'm sure we all have at least one that we just kept watching and watching and watching. Oh man, you put us on the spot, Peter. Yeah, I know. Okay, you know what? I can tell you what it is, and it's okay. not a Disney movie, but I can tell you what it is. For me, you're asking about the movie that we just kept on watching over and over and over again, and before you knew it, we had to buy a second tape because the first one was 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 just junked, right? Yeah, well, I w- I was specifically going trying to ask about the Disney movie that you did that with, but I'll I'll let I'll let you go with it. What do you got? Well, I don't really have the Disney movie for it, but I do have a movie for it, and okay. it's one still that I love watching today, and that's Jaws. Even as a kid, I fell in love with okay. that movie. I had to buy two or three different copies of it. As a matter of fact, it was watched so many times. So for me, it was the movie Jaws. Okay, Stacy, what about you? So mine would have been that one with those three movies, but Annie in particular was the one that I watched. I mean, I I think I went through a stage where I thought that I was Annie and I wrote it on my school papers and everything like that. I just I can I can just say every word of that movie. It's um a little bit of a sick obsession, but I've gotten over it through lots of years of therapy and <laughs> What do you mean there's no Daddy Warbucks? This is unacceptable. <laughs> She was asking her dad to cut her hair really short, cut his hair short. And... <laughs> Peter, what did you have? What movie was yours? Um, this is, believe it or not, The Black Hole. I thought it might have been on your list. I actually tagged I, it. I used, I used to watch that all the time. Mm-hmm. It was like the first Disney movie I remember really seeing. Mm-hmm. I thought for a second it might have appeared on your list today. So. Uh, there's... There's other movies I enjoy more. Yeah. But that was like my first that and the rescuers were like my first two Disney movies I used to watch all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want to give a plug for something going forward here. Okay. So Stacy, help me out here. When we were talking about how you were feeling, I sent you a text message with, with a possible thought that I have. Do you remember that, that text message that I had about your, about your um, health, about a possible reason why I thought, I'm going back into the text there. Okay. Do you want to elaborate? Oh, I, I remember. Oh, I remember. This is this is this is a t- I was under a lot of medications at that point. So <laughs> I said to you that you just need a break. It's a little, little you need a oh, yes. You need a break, maybe a break in general. And what did I say next? Um you said ugh you need a break from the recent bout of medical issues. Needed a break, period. Is the running maybe too much right now? Maybe running you down? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. So we're going to leave it just upon this statement, and then we're going to sign off. But it occurs to me that some of us on the show and in general aren't runners. But yet, you know, it, we still, you know, take care of ourselves. <laughs> yes. But yeah, we're, exactly. Sorry. But Stacy, you are uh, a running animal, and and you are really working hard. And we couldn't be more proud of you because you've oh, lost a you. boatload of weight, and you're doing really good. But you know that running community; those guys are really, really strong with with staying focused. But it occurs to us that 
like there's a balance you have to achieve between getting that exercise out there and feeling that balance, but also between relaxing and taking care of yourself and enjoying things in life. So we're going to leave it. the other side of the coin. Yeah, we're going to leave a teaser out there that maybe there's part of the community that maybe isn't as into running or perhaps what the runners might do when they're done running. And how do we involve that? And with that being said, I'd like to thank you for listening and thank you for downloading. For my friend Peter, for my friend Stacy, this is Chris from the Dub Dub Review saying again, thank you. Have a good evening. Bye, everybody. See you, everybody. Go fighting slots. <laughs> <laughs>